one. Hello and welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, Conservative Atheist, and my, co- my co-host, Brighter Later. Hey guys. And today we're going to be talking about rape, a very controversial topic. Uh, but the, most people think and most people argue and all the experts say that rape is about power, not about sex. This episode is titled uh, Rape is About Sex, Not About Power. It's simply not about sex. Um, and we're going to discuss all the different reasons why I say that and why my co-host believes that and, and uh, all the different facets uh, of, uh, of, this, of the various rape situations and how they come about and what that, what, why that leads us to believe what we believe. Um, so without further ado, go ahead and read your quote. Yeah, so this is a quote coming from uh, ValleyCrisisCenter.org, which I believe is some sort of, uh, I guess, a, a sexual assault uh, advocacy group. But uh, they, they, on their myth page, they myth colon, rapists about who, who rape do it because they cannot control their sexual desires. And then they say, reality, rape is not about sex. Rape is about having power and control over another person. Rapists are also in consenting sexual relationships. This myth takes the blame off of off of the rapist and does not hold him accountable for his actions. So I feel like that's a good place to start off because I think it does underscore, which I think is a, a lot of the, kind of the nonsense and a lot of the non sequiturs that you get with the, the people who think that uh, rape is uh, mainly or really all about power. And I think well, that, good. For some reason, people, for some reason, women seem to be more comfortable with the idea that it's about power, not about sex. Um, and just like when, when any time there's a conflict between males and females, for some reason, women have this idea in their head that men want to control them. I've said this many times before. It's similar with, with the abortion argument. The, the women say, well, the only reason why a man is pro-life is because he wants to control a woman's body. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh, it has to do with saving the child's life. But when, in this case, it, it has nothing to do with controlling the woman's body uh, any more than a, a man that robs a bank. Uh, robs the banks so that he can, you know, wield control over the, the bank teller and the bank manager and the bank security guard has absolutely nothing to do with that. He's using the, they think that it's they're using the the sex to have power when in reality they're using the power to get sex. The sex is the is, is the uh, is the goal, not the power. Right. I also think one of the main cruxes of this and it's when you hear this, that uh I, I just don't think they can make this intelligible to themselves. And it's this idea that, uh, no, sex can't be kind of about sex because or really kind of low on this control because in their minds that thinks that that's an excusable, uh, excusable reason to or rape or I think they chalk it up in their minds, which obviously it's not because I think we both hold that. And I think most men hold that and would uh, by any stretch of the imaginations, they would, there's no stretch of the imagination in which they'd say that uh, rape is defensible or permissible. And I, I think uh, uh, kind of uh tangential to that point is i think they just cannot accept that uh i I think they need to kind of confer more meaning to rape and it can't be the case that it's probably uh most of the rapers are probably young men of low impulse control that's the person who inflicted so much harm on them and instead they have to think no it's actually the case that uh this was a misogynist who wanted to have power over me therefore in kind of a I don't know, I guess healing themselves, they can kind of heal themselves uh, inadvertently by going after this kind of uh, uh, patriarchal society that kind of uh, propagates this weird idea of power. Yeah, well, I think part of the problem is, is that uh, one facet is they're, they're determined that men and women are identical. 
not, not and identical physically. That's why they, you know, they, they're trying to get it to where it's okay that uh, they're trying to make it, uh, you know, permissible so that men can compete against women in sports, but also mentally. In all aspects of life, they want men and women to be identical because they're afraid of value judgments. They're worried that if, we, if they admit that women are, and men are different, that somehow that's going to convey this idea that, that men are more valuable than women. And, and that's, that's not it at all. Women have all the, all the qualities that we lack, and we have all the qualities that they lack, and we complete each other. So that, that's part of it. That's not the only reason, but that's one of the many reasons why that they absolutely refuse to acknowledge that some men just have out-of-control sex drives, out-of-control desires, uh, and uh, some men are criminals and just take whatever they want, including sex, money, sex, property, whatever. But some men just have out-of-control sex drives, either in general, and, and they, they just do this on a regular basis, or in the, in the heat of that particular moment, they do it. Or, you know, alcohol is involved, or whatever the case may be. But they, they don't want to believe that men have a higher sex drive than women. Uh, and so they, they would rather it be, instead of being a, being an innate biological issue, they wanted to make it to where men just have, uh, men just don't have the same integrity yeah. and the same, and the same moral values as women do. Yeah. I think a big part of it, uh, well, I, I think with this, there's two big parts of it. And I think, I don't think it's as much kind of the, uh, uh, which you seem to be implying that, uh, they don't want to, uh, delineate between men and women on anything. So they, they can't imagine sex drives as being different. I think it's much more that they're just so ignorant on male sex drives just because they're not men. So they have no idea really what's inside of us. And I, I really do think that uh, a big part of this is that uh, they just have for more meaning on what exactly happens uh, via sexual assault. I just don't think that they can uh, accept that uh, this is probably done by someone with low impulse control. They just have to accept there was somebody, somebody who just couldn't control their sex drive, which uh, I would, could, which I mean, in a this control, they have to uh, say that, no, this person just wanted to, uh, 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 reach some sort of control over me in my body, and that's that's all they did, which uh, is is obviously ridiculous. The more we get into it, but I, I'd also like to say that uh, another another part that uh, uh, this particular quote references is that uh, because most uh, men who rape, or I guess they've done studies showing that most men who rape are in some sort of consensual relationship where they can get, to, I guess, some sort of sex regularly, that that must show that uh, that uh, oh well, if they can get sex regularly, they can't be about sex. And I'm like, no, men always want sex no matter what. <laughs> Well, well, and that the, the part of the argument the, where that falls short is, in my opinion, is that it's like saying, okay, so you have a girlfriend, you have a wife, you can get sex on a regular basis. First of all, anybody that's lived with a girl knows that's not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> it, may, it may work that way sometimes, but there's a lot of times when it doesn't work that way. Believe me, uh, believe. Me. So anyway, uh, the other part is is that is that just that's like arguing you have a job. You can get money through your job. So why would anybody rob a bank? Why would anybody rob anybody out on the street? Jobs are plentiful. They always talk about how the unemployment rate's high. Actually, the unemployment, the, the unemployment rate has absolutely nothing to do with robbery. People rob and steal that are low-life scumbags. And, and you'll see some, certain communities rob and steal when they're, when, you know, and certain don't. And so the idea, I'm not saying that the economy doesn't play any role. Obviously, that's not. Somebody's starving to death. They're going to they're gonna do whatever they have to do to eat food. But with all the safety nets and the soup kitchens and the homeless shelters uh, and the churches and everybody else that supplies poor people with food, not to mention the government programs, nobody's going to go starving in this country anyway. So right. 
you know, it, the I, the argument is, well, you know, if if they have access to sex through women or prostitutes or whatever, why rape? Uh, because, but that's like, again, it's like saying, why rob? Why not just work a job? It's, I mean, there's obviously many of these cases where they try to undercut it, but uh, in that particular case, it, it also underscores how they are kind of your, your example of the bank robbery where they'll have the ultimate goal of a bank robbery seems to just, I want money for whatever reason, which is these people. And it seems like the ultimate goal of sex or of rape is really just have sex. And they try right. to ultimately repudiate the goal and say, Oh, well, that's not really it. It's that even like, even something of sex, I mean, the innate thing is just to have an orgasm, but with these, it's like, Oh, it's, it's the process of doing it, blah, blah, blah. And even something else is negligible, which uh, it's it's really should show how kind of mind boggling this is to where the goal with all of this. And obviously with the, your bank robbing example, the goal is to make more money. They can just undercut that and say, oh, well, no, that's not actually really the goal. The goal is something else. And you have to look at some sort of you have to look at our kind of like uh, systemically biased uh, culture against women. Or I'm not even quite sure what it would be in the case of a bank robber. I, I had a conversation with a, with a girl one time and I, did, I gave the bank robber example. And I said, well, that's like, that's as asinine, arguing that rape is about power and, and controlling the, the girl is, is, is as asinine as arguing that the bank robber is just robbing the bank so he can have control over the bank teller and the bank manager and the security guard. And she said, well, he is controlling the bank manager, the security guard and, and the teller, right? As if, as if it's even possible that that's the goal of the bank robbery, not the money. Women, I love you, but sometimes I have to say, Female, thy name is not logic. That makes absolutely no sense. It, it's it's pure stupidity, um, and and I I mean I, I know that that sounds harsh, but how anybody can come to that conclusion or even insinuate that that might be the possibility that they're robbing the banks so that they control the, the the bank employees and not so they can get a, get the money is just absolutely batshit crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I feel like, uh, not that we're obviously going to do this, but it seems like the the explanations for why someone rapes other than sex ultimately leads to these sort of just weird non sequiturs that are, are debunkable. But I feel like uh, also uh, uh, kind of tangential to that point, this is obviously a conversation we both had, is uh, we, we once argued that uh, uh, the, uh, I guess the prevalence of rape is also, or if you look at uh, amongst, uh, I guess, people who commit more crimes, which tends to be uh, poorer, the prevalence of rape is just as high as any other crime that uh, you could uh, foreseeably chalk up to more, uh, I guess, economically based and therefore give them a reason for doing it. But obviously, if it's the case that you have if you have the same uh, 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 likelihood of raping someone as you do of committing something that uh, would uh, advance you financially, then it doesn't make as much sense to say that, oh, well, that financial is done for that. And it has to be something else, which in our minds was or at least I know in my mind is just a low emphasis call in general. And I remember there was this woman that we were talking, we brought this up to, and her immediately response is, oh, no, well, it's about power. And in this case, the power is because these men uh, uh, seem to be systematically or disenfranchised on some level. They're ultimately trying to usurp power from women because uh, society has ultimately usurped power from men. And obviously, the, the undercurrent of that argument is something to the effect of the reason why men rape is – or the reason why uh, a certain uh, segment of men rape more than others is because they have power taken away from them and it's ultimately the men who aren't uh, the men who aren't committing the rapes it's their fault as to why they're raping and i think that does do a good job of under uh, of just always going to come up with some just a weird weird sort of non sequitur to justify their position they're going to perform whatever mental gymnastics they have to perform they're going to bend like gumby whatever they have to come up with to to make to make their argument fit whatever you're saying 
to come up with some sort of rebuttal, no matter how ridiculous it is. And it'll change with, with, whatever, with, with whatever you say, whatever facts you bring up. They'll change and they'll contradict themselves and, and, and you know, be inconsistent to simply, to simply suit the, the furthering of their goal to argue that, that it's about power, which is very, very bizarre to me. Right. But you have to wonder if you keep hearing these non sequiturs, like the going back to the the quote from this thing, it's the it seems that the the uh, the undercurrent of it or it seems they're pretty much explaining explaining explicitly that, uh, oh, if you view it as anything other than uh, dynamics, then you're ultimately excusing Reeves, which is obviously ridiculous. But uh, in that case, it's it's that it's someone who's viewing power. Dyna- it's viewing it through the lens of a power uh, uh, dynamic or it's a, they ultimately think that on some level, it's actually not the rapist's fault, you know, so right. ultimately becomes this kind of very convoluted, just kind of wishy-washy where I want to have it the way I want to have it. And I'll, I'll square that in any sort of way possible, which I, I think kind of like the feminists, which, which when we were kind of talking about uh, rape in our, our previous podcast, we, one of the things I took most umbrage with is this notion that, uh, oh, men seem, men, it's a uh, Gloria Steinman, I believe was one of the main people who propagate this, but they say something to the effect of, oh, well, men can't get pregnant. So therefore they obviously, it doesn't matter what they think about rape. It doesn't matter what they think about abortion. So only shows that some misogynist, which is just a nonsense argument because men and women do not differ on their views and abortion. It's just them coming up with this kind of post hoc response. Reality says if it makes sense in their head in that moment, it's what they run with. It's what they run with. I think a very similar thing is kind of happening with rape. Well, because it's 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 emotionally based arguments. It's not arguments based on rational thinking. It's not logical. It's just emotional based arguments. It's what they feel that they need. Uh, and it, and it, what it does is, is it reveals a, a deep uh, ins- sense of insecurity to think that every single thing that doesn't go in their direction or that they don't they don't particularly care for is about them being controlled. Right. You know, it, it's, it's just not it's not uh, it, it, it's not, uh, it, it, you know, the examples that they give are absolutely ridiculous. Um, it, it's strange that, you know, that, that the, the younger that there's an age range for rape. And, and after a certain age, it cuts off. Now, please tell me, folks, what's the difference between a 29-year-old woman and a 49-year-old woman or a 59-year-old woman? If it's about power, then why, why are you going to rape, a, say, we looked at the stats earlier, and we could quote those stats, but before that, what, you know, why, was, why is it that, what was it, was it nine times? I believe with a 15 and 35, a, 30, a 15-year-old is like something like 10 times more likely to be raped than a 35-year-old woman. Yeah, and why would that be? If it's about power, who who are you going to be? Who are you going to be more satisfied exerting power over, a fifteen year old girl or or a thirty five year old woman who actually has who's an adult and has power in the world? I, I mean, some kid without a job uh, that's in high school that has no power anyway, and that it can, you know, or a thirty five year old woman that that you know, a professional woman, say an, an attorney or uh, or a doctor. And and somebody that that has power, and you can you can take that power away uh, by by the, using the act of rape. Why? It just doesn't make sense. The, the the bottom line for me is is that it shows that you know younger men tend to rape. They have higher sex drives. Men in general are attracted to younger women. When the old when the women get older, they they lose their attractiveness in in the in the eyes of men of most men. When when men get older, they they lose that high sex drive, and they and they have more impulse control. I mean, this isn't rocket science. It's it's very simple to figure out. Yeah, we should also say kind of the the flip side of that point. We see that uh, men, uh, I guess, uh, uh, 
men's likelihood of rape starts to really peter out exponentially after they reach 30. Which, yeah, of course. Which if you view it through the lens of, okay, well, it's all about power, in a sense, that makes no sense because we know psychologically when you're younger, something, a status doesn't matter as much to you as it is just having a good time. When you reach 30, that's where something like status would really matter and hence something like actually accumulating some sort of power. But that's where in their minds that the seemingly one of the most paramount ways of garnering power or, or that our society has, uh, or I guess, I guess in their minds that uh, this kind of our, our society's made the system where you can rape people and it's all due to power. But uh, we see that men who seemingly care about power, if you look at most psychological statistics and examinations, that these men are just not as likely to rape. It just shows these just uh, very acute kind of contradictions in all of the, in all of their reasoning or all of the kind of empirical evidence to it that they're just seemingly so oblivious to. Well, well what they don't seem to get is, is that, that a criminal and all rapes are committed by criminals, although I guess the act of rape makes you a criminal, but a criminal in general uh, that commits other crimes, they take what they want. If they want your property, they take your property by force. They don't take your car and they don't take your wallet and they don't take your, the money out of your pocket because they want to control you. They do it because they want what you have. And what they want is, is they, they want your car they want your cell phone. Well, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever they're stealing from you, that's what they want. So, you know, the idea that uh, that forcing you to do it because they want power. Uh, so criminals take what they want. So they, if they want your money, they take your money. They forcibly take it. If they want your want your property, they forcibly take it. If they want your life, they want to kill you. They, they, they do it, whether you like it or not. And of course, and of course, the same goes for sex. If they want your sex, just like all the other things that they want, that they want to, that they take, they're going to take that sex from you, whether you like it or not, by force. And it doesn't have a damn thing to do with power. It has to do with criminals have low self, low, low self impulse control, and they're going to take what they want, when they want it, how they want it, without any regard to anybody else, especially the victim. And uh, and and that's what they do. It's it's right. it's a theft of sex. Yeah. Yeah, you also have to wonder. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if uh, maybe maybe one of the reasons why they think that uh, the criminals are actually making a concerted effort to kind of uh, uh, steal someone's freedom, which they inadvertently do with a lot of these things. But maybe it's because these people ultimately feel that way, that they ultimately lost their freedoms whenever something like a robbery was committed against them or they were held against their will, which even though you might feel that way and you might feel like they took away your freedom and they took away something from you. And obviously this is a big part of jurisprudence. I don't think the criminal at the time, their goal is to away your freedom. Their goal is no. once again, their goal is that what the most explicit thing is, and that's to get money or, or it's typically money or in the case of something like sexual assault to get salt sex. It's not like they have this weird kind of multifaceted thing in their head where they feel like, oh, we're ultimately doing this for this. No, it's it's criminals. I mean, I mean, I, I think it's pretty easy to see that most criminals are not are not the uh, not the not the sharpest uh, uh, blades in the uh, in the drawers they, or, uh, uh, or in the sharpest knives in the drawer. Yeah, yeah they tend to be these tend to be pretty much unsophisticated people. And that's why you see a lot of kind of people with low impulse control and a lot of people who also tend to uh, be in poverty, commit the most crimes. And I think that's another point that they're just uh, missing sort of common sense uh, or, uh, or uh, uh, being oblivious, kind of the most common sense uh, feature of this or a lot of these well, crimes. Well, another, another point that's usually a contentious point because people hate to admit to this, but IQ is very important. IQ, your, your over-intelligence, your, 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 you know, your, your G is very important. And the it, it, people that are in prison in the United States, and I'm sure it's around the world as well, they, they score about 80 on the IQ test. So the average IQ in the United States is around 100, 103. 
So you figure people in prison, they, they have an average IQ of, of 80. Uh, and mental retardation, the beginning of mental retardation, is, is 70 or below. Uh, I think 70 is either just, just before or just inside the edge of mental retardation. So 70 and lower is considered mental retardation. A, a high-functioning uh, person with mental retardation is 70. So 80, 80, 20 points, 20, 23 points below the national average and that's that, and that you know when you when you're not very intelligent, you know you're not going to try to work out what you need through logical rational means. You're not gonna you're not going to worry about the the, the consequences in the future. Well, I don't want to go to prison. You know, I, I want to live a good life. I want to continue to be out on the street. Uh, I want to keep you know maintain a family and have a home. You simply take what you want. So if you want the money, you beat somebody in the head with a club and you take the money, or uh, use a gun, or if you want you know, their property, or if you want their sex, you simply take what you want. The, 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 the lower the IQ, the more violent. The higher the IQ, the more you use, you, use, uh, you know, different strategies to achieve the same goals, uh, yeah. just not in such a crude, barbaric way. I, I think you also have to wonder, and obviously I, I concur with all of that, but I, I also think you have to wonder, like uh, what you saw with that, that quote from that uh, center, it's that when they said something like, oh, saying rape is, is about sex is ultimately defending it. If, if they ultimately have the same if they ultimately have the same idea and they think it's just ridiculous and that's that these people probably are not the brightest and thus they probably have low impulse control so they do it that way and they I guess they tend to be more emotional and they think no well we can't we can't fault them for that because if that makes them more likely to do it then or naturally more likely to do it then uh, that can't be their fault and I'm wondering if they're almost kind of uh, uh, converging on the same things we are but uh, in their minds they just get too emotional about something like that and part of me thinks that if you're going to if they're going to go something, if they're going to say that, oh, if you if you rape because you have low impulse control and uh, or that seems to be the only uh, uh, thing you can chalk it up to and or in, in their minds. And uh, that's that that has to be defended or that is just defended. I think they're ultimately are ultimately seeing the same things we're seeing. It's just that they cannot accept that. Thus, they go with something like power where it's supposed to be they they seemingly have more of a choice over what they're doing if it's about power. And they, they they're just trying to be sadistic or something along those lines. Yeah, I I, th I think it's a combination. I I, th I think it definitely is willful uh, ignorance. You know, it's it's intentional uh, naivete. Uh, you know, it's it's and but part of it is is that they 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 truly are naive. People di think differently. It's difficult to think that that someone else thinks you know greatly differently. Uh, it thinks quite a bit different than you do. It's different to conceive that sometimes that's why when some people look at at, at like a, a suicide bomber a terrorist they say well this guy he, he couldn't be doing that because of religion surely some magical guy in the sky isn't his reason for doing this or um surely this person doesn't believe that you know somebody raised from the dead or walked on water or turned water to wine surely they don't believe this or that we go to some horrible place if we're bad or we go to some wonderful place if we're good when we die a lot of people can't truly grasp, truly accept that people think differently. So women think differently than we do. They absolutely refuse to admit that, and they refuse to embrace that fact. But it's true. We men and women see things, see the world through completely different lenses. We just do. Uh, we we don't think the same. We don't feel the same. Uh, we don't uh, we don't communicate the same. That's why there's so much conflict between men and women. Uh, women when they you know they communicate, it's much more subtle. Um, when when men communicate, it's much more blunt and straightforward, and uh, you know it's it's kind of like trying to uh, you know put two uh, connections together that that aren't suited for each other.
but somehow we work it out. But uh, so the the fact is that women they just see it differently. They they see things through a lens of um, you know these these rapists they couldn't possibly just be doing this for sex. They have to want something greater. They have to want power. They have to want some kind of control. Uh, if you look at things like um, cults or any big organizations, doesn't it really all boil down to the to the the leader getting sex? I mean, if you look at Jim Jones, if if you look at David Koresh, if you look at Charles Manson, uh, or any of the other countless cults out there, it, doesn't it always almost all, you know Jim Jim uh, yeah. oh, uh, Warren was... Jeffs from the, from the uh, from the the Mormon uh, the, the Mormon offshoot uh, yeah. fanatical group. I was going to say with uh, Jim Jones too, a, a retort to that would be, well, yeah, because they have sex, but that's because they're cult leaders and that's because they want to have control over them, which that could be. I guess, <laughs> it, it, right. It's funny. If you look sure. at, at Jim Jones, he frequented uh, brothels his whole time or uh, he'll, a whole time as in being kind of the superstar revit or what have you, you know, which uh, I mean, does he have any control over those women in that scenario? No, he's just paying the money. I mean, a good, a good portion of why a man gets a nice house and gets a nice watch and gets nice clothes and gets a nice car is to get women. Right. Is to get, men flat out say that, that they, they like having nice cars because they, they think women like nice cars and they, and they do. And, and so, you know, men, if men put all the time and effort into thinking about and, and trying to achieve sex that they into other technology, for instance, we would have colonies on Mars. Right. But I, I think in a weird way, this also underscores an interesting point. It's this idea that uh, a lot of women, when they see men obsessed with sex, they think ultimately that, oh, well, that just shows that these men are sexist or something's wrong with them. But yeah. you have to think to themselves, can it be the case that you think that uh, that rape is ultimately uh, endemica due to uh, women wanting to have control over them, but also thinking that uh, men constantly be obsessing over sex? Because if it's the case that the guys who get into like cars or do certain things like that, that are not going to rape, you know, that that these are they're not going to rape people whereas the people kind of in the bottom rung who are the people doing rapes can you actually have an idea can you actually keep saying that this is about control when seemingly they view all of it about control but only one segment of the population rapes and the other doesn't or other or one segment of the population is much more likely to rape and that'd be the poorer and the richer men who in their minds would maybe uh, do a lot of the same sexist stuff are not as likely to rape i mean that just in a way kind of shows the kind of nonsense or the uh, absurdity and kind of their position Especially if they view it as a as a systematic kind of a patriarchy as they do. Well, well, also, I mean, when you really think about it, it's saying that why would a man rape when he have sex with his wife? Well, that's the that's the case with with uh, with prostitutes. Why is there prostitutes if men can simply date a woman or get married or have a girlfriend and have sex? Because they can't have sex when they want to have it, how they want to have it, who exactly they want to have it with. And, you know, you can have sex with a supermodel if you have enough money. And, and so, the, you know, that's the reason why the sex industry is so big. And when I say these things, when I talk about porn and all that, they, then women say, well, that's because men are more visual. Okay, men are more visual. Uh, okay, so how, explain brothels to me. Explain to me why there's not one brothel where there's, where there's, where there's men working in a brothel servicing women. It just doesn't yeah. exist. Nowhere on the planet. It, it exists all over the world, women selling sex to men. But the reverse doesn't exist. Heidi Fleiss tried to create a brothel uh, where men sold sex to uh, women in Las Vegas. I'm mean, not in Las Vegas, in Pahrump, Nevada, outside of Las Vegas. Uh, uh, and 
it didn't work. And she had a conversation. She there was like a little documentary, little documentary about it. And she spoke to this uh, female bartender in Pahrump, and the female bartender said, "Well, you know." women can have sex anytime they want why would they need to pay for it you might find some gay guys that come out there and not even then because if there's two guys who's the one saying no who's the one saying i got to get to know you better that doesn't exist in the gay community i'm sure that's why that's why the prevalence of of hiv and other stds and stis are so are so uh, widespread so the the notion that you know, uh, explain to me why that every big city you go to, or even even some small towns, there's going to be a section of that town or city where it's the red light district, meaning the prostitution district, and there's girls out walking around on the sidewalks uh, for you know to sell sex to men. Yeah, small town or the city where there's a bunch of guys walking around uh, waiting for women to pick them up and have sex with them for money. Yeah. It does I not exist. I think we should also bring up that, uh, well, it may, well, it may be clear to us that the point we're making is that, uh, or the kind of under, undercurrent is that, is that look, men, uh, uh, men uh, being fiends for sex is a very kind of a ubiquitous phenomenon on us. It's, it's just part of our psychology, you know? And so we are trying to say that uh, this makes this makes raping excusable. We're just saying that once you have such a kind of a, a, a insatiable sex drive, or for a lot of people, it's going to be the case that some people are just going to have problems uh, controlling their, their impulses. Uh, same way with uh, something like anger. If somebody's just a very hot-headed uh, man or a woman, you're going to expect them to probably lash out more, you know, and have more trouble controlling their impulses if they just have more impulses in general. That's exactly right. Nobody's condoning, nobody is condoning rape by saying that it's it's not about sex. It's, I mean, it's not about power, it's about sex. Nobody's condoning it. That it makes it no better. It's the same act. It's still a criminal act. It's still violent. Uh, it's still a, abusive. Um, it, it's still really horrible. No, 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 but nobody's condoning this. Nobody wants it. Nobody thinks it's right. It, it doesn't matter. The, the motivation of the person doing it is irrelevant to whether it's okay or not. It's not under, okay under any circumstance. I've heard people argue that, that there might be an innate quality to pedophilia. Uh, and that may be true. But if it is true, and I've heard pedophiles argue in, in, in interviews that they've done with uh, when they were in prison or, you know, just uh, documentaries on it. And if that's the case, and I'm not saying it is there and isn't the case, but let's say just for the sake of argument, it is the case. Does that make, does that make pedophilia acceptable? Right. No, absolutely not. Right. It's, it's the same thing. They can't accept that pedophiles. It's, this, is, this also touches on, a, on an interesting nerve they have or an interesting uh, kind of phenomenon that uh, they seem to think that if you call pedophilia a mental illness, it's ultimately or they kind of confer mental when they think of mental illness, they have the connotation of, oh, we should be sympathetic with these people. So if you call uh, pedophilia a mental illness, they think, well, you're trying to defend pedophilia. We're not. You're, we can under we can say that okay it's horrible and I feel on some level I feel bad for the person that the pedophile was born that way but I can also say when they act out on it and it means they do they're committing one of the most egregious things known to man you know two things right. can be different ones I mean it's not this is not compartmentalizing this is just being rational and using our faculties right the motive the motivation uh, when, it, when in regards to whether it's acceptable or not is completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, if you're if you're uh, if you go out and you kill somebody. Uh, it, it may matter when it comes down to sentencing, but whether you go to a mental hospital for the rest of your life or whether you go to prison for the rest of your life, uh, but it doesn't matter whether it's whether 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 you go out and kill somebody because you're mentally ill, or you're just a horrible person. Either way, we can't let you get away with murdering people. 
you have to be dealt with, whether it's prison or a mental hospital or whatever the case may be. We can't just let you slide. You can't just walk away because you're mentally ill. And that's the same case with this. If, if you know, whatever the motivation is for rape, you have to go to, you have to, go to prison. It, it doesn't matter. Nobody's condoning rape. Nobody's condoning pedophilia. The other thing is, and this is a little non sequitur here, people on the internet, you have to stop calling everybody a pedophile. What you're doing is, is you're, you're taking the sting out of the word. It, it means nothing now. It, it's, it's like hearing a car alarm go off. I remember when car alarms first came about when I was a kid, and car alarms would go off. And everybody would look and run, look around and see what was going on. But then after a while, car alarms were going off in parking lots and, and malls, you know, outside in grocery store parking lots, in the, in the movie theater parking lots, outside in your neighborhood. They were going off all over the place and nobody even blinked an eye after a while. It was just, it was just background noise because they, they went off so easily and they went off all the time. Somebody would hit the wrong button or they would have the sensitivity set too high and, and, and you know, the loud noise would go by. It's, one of my friends was a jerk. He would drive past this one guy's car on the street and he knew that his sensitivity on his alarm was high. And so he would gun his car right next to the guy's car <laughs> to set the alarm off at like three o'clock in the morning. So pretty messed up. It was funny because I was a kid and, you know, that's, that's the way kids are. But, but so... Yeah. When you call everybody a pedophile, you take the sting out of it. It's like calling everybody a Nazi. Stop calling everybody a Nazi. Everybody can't be a Nazi. Everybody can't be literally Hitler. Okay? Right. If everybody's literally Hitler, then it, then it loses all meaning. Everybody can't be a white supremacist. Everybody can't be a racist. Everybody can't be a, a pedophile. If you keep using these words to, to describe every single person you disagree with or dislike, they lose all meaning. And you just you cheapen it. You make a fool out of yourself, and yeah. and, and you 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 make the real victims have less credibility. I was going to kind of uh, I think what dovetails with that, and this is something that's uh, I guess researching this. It, it seems to be uh, uh, something that uh, the third wave feminists try to prom uh, propagate. It's this notion that uh, look, sex, sex is just due to some level of control, and we should just do it as viewed as some sort of like widespread phenomenon where men they they seemingly by their actions will drum up this idea of we have to have control, and that amounts to sexual assault. Which in their in their minds is saying something like men are almost all susceptible to sexual assault, and that's the way these things come down. Which I, I suppose, I mean, I, I think it's insane. I suppose from that lens, maybe it's rational. But uh, if you view if you view all men as, as rapists and ultimately susceptible to, then no men are. You know, it's kind of the same thing with like racism, where they view systematic racism, and, and if you're if you're white or something, then you benefit from this, and you ultimately are propagating this inadvertently, just being what you are, and then every then so everyone's a racist and if everyone's a racist then no one's a racist and i, I think we're i'm wondering if a lot of the feminists and I, I i i i hope that not enough people actually uh uh accept what they're saying and it from my from my impression it doesn't seem like most of them are even if uh this is what seems to be kind of uh, ubiquitous on the internet when you look up rape and sex but i think people deep down do realize this this is ridiculous and think someone raped somebody if, if uh it would when they are trying to assess blame for a rapist they're going to blame the rapist and not the society that he's a part of. I, I would like to think that's true. I, I'm not 100% sure that it is. I would like to say, think it's true, that, that most people realize that, that what they're doing uh, and, and that overall most people don't agree with it. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that that's true. Um, it, it's, it's difficult to say. Uh, it, sometimes it's difficult to tell the difference between what the average person thinks and what the squeakiest wheel says. You know what I mean? It, yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of barking dogs out there. And there's a lot of quiet dogs. And, of course, all your attention goes to the barking dogs. And so sometimes it's difficult to know. Is it just is that just a segment of people that come up with ridiculous ideas? 
are they the ones that are, that represent the overall feel of the community and the world or is it, or the culture is it or is it they're just the loudest voices yeah i, I yeah that's definitely a good point i mean i, I definitely do concede that to just to doing kind of like a, a cursory kind of search and looking at all the articles it does appear that most people or most of the people who write on this seem to be think that rape is about power not sex no, I, I think that's so ridiculous. And I think these people, if you read them, they tend to be just boisterous and they tend to seem to have some sort of mental problem. So I, I, I think in that sense that uh, they would be kind of an anomaly in society. But regardless, I mean, e even if even if it's the case that these are it, just by the very nature that these people can be the loudest, and they can be the most conspicuous, that's undoubtedly going to create problems. And I think a lot of this seems to kind of emanate from kind of third wave feminists. I'm forgetting the book of the woman who wrote it, but uh, it keeps coming up. But she wrote a book in 1975, and this is seen as one of the uh, uh, kind of the magnum opuses uh, as far as feminists go and a sexual error as far as a rape goes. And uh, they seem to be keep following that kind of, uh, uh, they keep, they seem to be following her lead and uh, following the vote, uh, the whatever kind of views she's propagating uh, as far as a uh, rape being about power and not sex. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think most people don't, but uh, it certainly is the case that these people seem to be the most conspicuous that uh, propagate this stuff. Well, I, I find it interesting that women tend to think that they're the authorities on why men rape, yeah. Instead of instead of the men that instead of men, yeah. If if men are the ones that have the issue with rape, I think I think what did they say that uh, th women only account for like three percent of sexual assaults, yeah. so women are only three percent of the perpetrators. So the the overwhelming majority, when it actually comes to rape, it's like almost it's virtually a hundred percent, virtually a hundred percent is is male. Um, so. You know the idea. It's like it's like saying that a shark bit me, and I know more about why the shark bit me than the shark knows. I mean, you can study the shark, you can get an idea of their behavior, uh, you can speculate, but well, it's like gonna, it's like saying that know, no the shark. The shark wasn't sensing my blood when it was in the water. No, there's something else going on there. I think it's kind of the same <laughs> the same silly thing they're doing with rape. It's like no, rape. It wasn't the sex that was rape. It was something else. It was control. You know. Right. Yeah. The shark. The shark wasn't wasn't uh, biting me because uh, he saw me as a threat, or he saw me as uh, he saw me as food. Uh, he thought I was a turtle because I was on one of those boogie board, one of those uh, boogie boards, and I was paddling with my arms and legs, so I kind of looked like a turtle from underneath. No, no, no. He he did it because uh, he wanted to show that he was the powerful one in the ocean, and uh, so he came up and, and took a bite out of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same kind of ridiculous. They just really do not understand the drives either way. <laughs> No. But, uh, I, I think we should also reference that uh, as far as women committing sex is that it, it seems to bring up maybe maybe it's the case that they just view this as just a misogynistic uh, phenomenon. So that's all it is, which there's a couple of problems with that. But uh, if, if rape is about power, then you should see more women uh, having sex. Then you should see more of the sexual uh, uh, or sexual assaults being committed by women where the vast majority of them are being committed by men, you know, which obviously is a bit odd because it does seem it the only explanation could be that is because uh, uh, men have higher sex drives, so therefore they're more likely to rape. But if it's really the case that uh, this is about power, then more women should want to rape, especially, especially. I mean, is anyone denying that women don't try to have their own kind of power in society, you know, and don't try to do their own kind of power plays in their own weird ways? Well, there, there's a there's a drug that used to that, that's used for, and I hate to even say what it's used for, the thing, but it's used for. Uh, it was used for chemical castration of rapists. It's called Lupron. And Lupron was, uh, you know, again, chemical castration for rapists. And they could, you know, if, they, they, if some rapists, they started out with you, if you're willing to take the drug, you could get out early on parole, um, you know, supervised parole, obviously. And uh, they, they experimented with it. Uh, I, I don't think they, I, I don't think they use it any longer, but uh, it was used for quite some time. Um, 
and also now they're using it for so-called transition you know where supposedly a, a a boy transitioned into a girl or a man transitioned into a woman and what it does is is it lowers your testosterone it, it's a it's a testosterone blocker and so what happens is is that uh when your testosterone is high and i'll, I'll give you a couple examples so lupron lo lowers your testosterone and that lowers your sex drive steroids anabolic steroids that, that weightlifters and other athletes use and bodybuilders and you know power lifters and, and all, all sorts of athletes uh everybody everybody uh even uh oh what's his name the the cyclist that, that won all those races oh, in france that's... lance armstrong so uh yeah, all these different athletes use it because it increases their, their 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 testosterone. And what does testosterone do? It increases the muscle, it increases the strength, it increases the aggressive nature, and it also increases the sex drive. So it does two things. Two things it causes problems. It makes it makes people more aggressive and it gives them a much higher sex drive. And and that's why Lupron was used as a as a form of chemical castration. So what is what makes a man a man? What what's the difference? What is what is a major difference between men and, and women, especially during puberty and, and during life throughout life? Women have more estrogen, men have more testosterone. And so it's an innate difference. The test when women take testosterone for various various ailments, they they gain body hair, they gain muscle mass, they gain bone density, their voices get a little deeper. Lo and behold their sex drive and their aggressive nature comes out a little more. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously a, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an important. So if that's, if that's not proof positive, I don't, I don't know what else is. Yeah. Yeah. I also think we should say that, uh, I, I'm not quite sure if there's actually data on this, but I remember hearing an interview with a, I guess a serial rapist. And I remember somebody asked him a question on, uh, along the lines of, uh, Oh, if a woman wants to basically, uh, repudiate you, well, I guess you're trying to rape her. What should you do? And the woman and the guy said that a woman should try to break, basically bring it back to reality as much as much and try to basically uh, uh, be an impediment to kind of the sex drive and say, oh, you're going to ruin my life. This is going to do it. And obviously it should be the case that if a woman is told, if uh, if the woman is telling the man that, oh, you're ruining my life and this is going to do all these uh, uh, horrible things to me, then it should be the case that the the rapist should be m more and more turned on and think that, OK, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm accomplishing what I want to accomplish. But. In all actuality, all it does is basically make the, the rapist more skirmish and might ultimately uh, uh, result in them uh, uh, balking and basically coming down from what they were or, uh, stopping what they're actually doing, which I always find kind of interesting. I actually don't even know if that's recommended to rapists, but I remember hearing that interview and uh, that stuck with me today. So you, you'd have to. Yeah, it, it, it is it is re recommended to, to rape victims. What they say is, is make put a face to the victim. Get to know the get to know the rapist. Uh, let them know that you're a person. Tell them some information about yourself, about your kids, that you have kids, about your life, about your aspirations in life, and that lessens the chance of the rape. If the rape does occur, it lessens the chance of it being uh, violent and and painful, and uh, and it lessens the chance of them killing you afterwards. Yeah. Um. And and so yeah, that that that's definitely uh, that's definitely advice that's given to women when it, when dealing with rape, is is to put a face on the victim, uh, to get to know them. You know, they say that when when somebody's being held hostage, like in a bank robbery situation, um, if you're being held hostage for a while, get to know, try to try to make yourself known, try to try to relate to your your attacker that way that they know you as a person and not just some some you know what do they call them? Uh, 
NPCs, non-player characters, Not just a, characters. just a, yeah, just a, just a character to kill, no, no, no real person, and so that definitely works. Now, like you said, if if the goal was just to have control and just to mistreat this person and and, and exert control over them, then and them complaining and them whining and them saying that you're ruining their lives and you're controlling them, that would be your stated goal. So why would you back off? Because right. you, you're, you're the reason why you're backing off is, is because you realize that your your uh, based sexual desires uh, are, are damaging somebody's life. Whereas if you're going for power, that's the whole point. The whole point is you don't care. You you couldn't care less. You you want to you want to de debase the person. You want to show power. But if if uh, if if the goal is sex, and they bring up the fact that you're you're de you're debasing them and you're ruining their lives. And you're you're going to harm them forever, uh, and they're going to scar them for life. Then that you know, then obviously, if it's just about sex, then that that's that's the solution is to let them know, hey, what you're doing to me for the rest of my life is is not worth your little bit of pleasure that you're going to get out of this. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's interesting. I, I I now I want to look at a kind of a more kind of rape advocacy and look at kind of FAQs and see them say something like uh, to the effect of, oh, try to try to keep a face to yourself if you're being raped and also saying that oh no rape is about power so <laughs> rape is about power and it's just them wanting to have power over you you know it's just a it's just a very just kind of a very acute kind of a, a contradiction if you actually you can't actually believe that those two things but uh, it seems that many people actually do right yeah yeah it's contradictory it's it, it doesn't make sense it's not it's inconsistent but uh yeah people people have a lot of people have no problem again i, I am a sexist folks I don't deny it. Most people, when they say sexist, they mean that I recognize the difference between men and women. And I recognize the differences between men and women. Men are more logical and rational, and women are more emotional, feelings-based. And not as rational. I'm sorry, but that's just the facts. That is just the facts. It, it makes men... Uh, it, it's Again, men have all the qualities that we lack, and women have all the qualities that we lack. Because we lack empathy. We're not empathetic people. We're not emotional people. We're not as good for children as women are. Uh, but we're, we're better when it comes to decision-making. We're more decisive. Um, we're, we, we, keep, we, we, we maintain our composure under, uh, under stressful situations. That's why we're more, because we're more suited for battle. We're more suited for war. Uh, we're more suited to, to, uh, you know, to handle uh, serious, dangerous situations. Right. Uh, but but women are a key factor, they, they, key key role. They, they they create a family. We may support the family, we may protect the family, uh, but and we may provide the money or whatever the case may be in, in, in a specific situation. But women create the family. Without the woman, there is no family. Not only do they give birth to the children, but they nurture the children. They they create and maintain the home. They do all the things that make a family a family. And so the idea that I'm this horrible person and I, and I see differences between men and women and uh, this horrible misogynist that devalues women, I, I think personally, I think it's the feminists that devalue women. They think being a housewife or being a mother and, and caring for children and caring for a home and being a good partner is, is, uh, is debasing yourself and a horrible thing to do. And they don't value that. And, and that's why children are being raised by other people. Uh, and, uh, you know, they don't hardly know their parents and God knows what they're being taught and uh, what kind of values they're being taught. So I, I have nothing against women. I love women. It, it's just, I have to think from a male perspective. You have to think from a female perspective and emotionally charged, uh, you know, 
place to go. And I have to, I have to come from a place of logic and reason. I just have to. And, and, and I'm sure the brighter later is the same way. I've spoken to him many times. We're good friends. And he's, he's a very rational, logical person. Yeah. I think we should, uh, and, and I largely uh, concur with what you said there, but to, I, I think that also, uh, 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 gives good credence to kind of what we see with uh, going on in sexual assault to kind of uh, uh, perkin back to this point that uh, I, women just really cannot, women just really do not understand the male sex drive and thus they think that sex can only be about control because that's the lens that they view it through. And, or that's that's the only way they could uh, actually uh, make uh, sex intelligible to themselves or make a, wanting to really have a bunch of sex or basically, uh, I guess, forcing your sex on someone else. Whereas men right. understand, no, it's, you can, we're built a certain way and our sex drives are going to be much more, uh, uh, much more insatiable and us revamp it. So there's going to be kind of more rapes taking place uh, in, uh, inadvertently, or it's going to be, there's going to be a much higher likelihood of it, obviously not excusing it there. But uh, I think that could be a big reason why, why we see this where, where I, we talked about a little before, but uh, why we see women for whatever reason, just not accepting that uh, rape is about sex, rape is about sex and trying to pivot and say that it's about power. Whereas, pretty much all men realize it's about sex. And I don't know if that has as much to do with them being rational as it does them actually being men and having uh, their own sex drives to deal with. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I think it's, I think it's just that we are who we are. We know what our motivations are because it, it's who we are. I mean, we know why we do it because it's, it's, it's the very core nature of us. It's why we watch tons of porn. It's why, it's why prostitutes exist. It's why brothels exist. Um, it, it's, 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 you know, men are extremely sexually driven. It's not just, it's not just visual because if it was just visual, then, you know, all these 1-800 sex lines, how many women are calling in on 1-800 sex lines? Right. None. They, you know, I, I saw an interview with a guy that owned, um, the Psychic Friends Network over 95% of the callers, he said was, was females. I believe that. And I believe it's well over 99, 95% are the people that call uh, uh, sex lines. I, I don't even know how much sex lines are used anymore. And, and the, you know, with the, all the internet porn and all that that's available if you actually want to look at it. But, uh, you know, the, the overwhelming majority of men, the, the overwhelming majority of the people that drive the sex phone line, and they say, well, women are more about hearing and they're not about seeing. Well, then, then please tell me, why, are, why is it not women that are calling these sex lines? These one eight hundred and one nine hundred sex lines, because it's they're not more vi we're not more visual and they're more audio, or you know they're more into hearing. It's it's that we're more sexual in general. It, it we just are. We just are. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're not equal amounts of everything in every way, but it's just not reality. And that, I, I think that's another good proof positive. Yeah. I think as far, as far as another proof positive that uh, I think uh, one of the points we forgot to make is uh, or have been made thus far is uh, with the, uh, the kind of gay men where gay men are just as likely to rape someone as straight men, which obviously if you're hearing raping power, kind of the feminist point of view, the, the one of the or pretty much the, the main impetus for this seems to be that, uh, oh, well, they just want to debase women and they want to have control over them, which the problem with that is, OK, well, if gay men who obviously have the same sex driver, I would assume have the same sex drive as straight men, if they are just as likely to rape, uh, rape uh, their same sex as men are, as men are likely to rape the cap or the opposite sex. What is that? It doesn't make as much. It doesn't really make sense at that point to say, oh, well, that's just because uh it doesn't make as it doesn't make sense to say that well they're still massages no that that should undercut that 
And obviously the question is, is it the case that men, it's just that men want to control people and they just want to control people regardless, which to me, that doesn't really make as much sense. Cause in that case, it's just that men are just these barbaric, just horrible people who just try to destroy themselves to control anyone. And it doesn't even matter if they're female or, or not female. And I, I think there's a question of there and how exactly, what exactly the response would be there. And obviously the most plausible uh, uh, account for that is just that men like more sex. Men like, uh, men have a higher sex drive. So they're more likely to rape whatever they're attracted to, whether it be another man or another woman or a woman. Well, well, you know, the thing is, and I, and I don't want to do the, the appeal to uh, nature fallacy, but uh, the fact is, if you look at the animal kingdom, uh, the males are always the ones that are, that are the pursuers when it comes to sex. Always. They're always the one that it pursues the females. And there's, I, there's not one instance, especially amongst mammals and especially amongst primates, which we're a primate. We're, you, know, you can believe that we're a, a product of some magical, invisible super being in the sky if you want, but we're, we're, we're a product of, of evolution and we're simply another primate. We're one of the great apes. Um, we're just the most intelligent. And so if you look at the other animals in the, in the animal kingdom, it's always the male pursuing the female for sex, not the other way around. Yeah. I mean, have we ever seen a, have we ever seen a Nat Geo or a documentary where it's about a woman, it's about a female animal fighting another female animal over a man? No, never doesn't exist. Lions, lions, uh, fight all the time. Bears fight all the time. Uh, gorillas fight all the time. Chimpanzees fight all the time. Uh, you know, you name it. Wolves. They, there's constant battles. Even even in the insect kingdom, there's constant battles between. And in giraffes, they take their they take those long necks and they slam their heads into each other like a like they're like they're using a ball peen hammer. And it's and the rams they slam their their giant horns into each other and they they, they cause each other skull fractures. And it's all in the name of competing for females. You know, there's no situation in the animal kingdom that I'm aware of. And if it is, it's, a, it's an extremely rare outlier where females are, are fighting each other and competing for the males. It just does not exist anywhere. Right. So, I, again, I, I don't know why. I don't know why that it, I do know why, but it's it's still you know I I complain about women not being able to fully grasp and, and accept the way we think, but to be honest with you, I, I have a very difficult time grasping and accepting uh, what I consider a rational thought and, and emotionally driven um, beliefs from females. I really do, and I guess that's kind of hypocritical of me, but so at least I recognize it. At least I recognize the flaw. Yeah, I mean. They- I suppose there's the question of, uh, is it just women being uh, totally irrational, which, or is it mostly just uh, women not being able to have the same sex drive? And if it's the latter, to some extent, I can sympathize with that because, okay, I can't understand everyone's motives, and I guess you still have to speculate on them. I mean, we don't we don't quite understand, even if the goal seems pretty, uh, uh, pretty obvious in the case of the shark, and maybe there are people that would probably obviously try to BS and use some non-sequitur, but maybe there's something like we, another instance where we can't, we, we don't quite know and we have to speculate. And I, I guess I can sympathize with it to that degree where my disposition would be to not believe it because I could only uh, uh, hearken back to whatever uh, I have in my body. But I think that this idea of just not being able to attest to it and say that, no, no, you're actually wrong. This is actually all about control. You guys are just misogynist. You just don't understand. I just think that that's just totally that, that just some there's just something so misplaced about that. And maybe maybe it's because a lot of these women who have been raped and 
the money and they hear them feeling so violated like we do with a lot of crimes and they feel like oh well the violation has to be kind of the keynote feature of it uh uh in regards to the perpetrator for why they did it but uh obviously that's just not quite the i don't think that's true and if a burglar uh, rob he, I don't think he meant to violate you. I just think he wanted what you had in there so he could make some money off it. If the guy held you up at gunpoint to steal you, I think I don't think he did it and inadvertently. I mean, your freedom would absolutely be violated there. But uh, I don't think he did it merely just to uh, violate your freedom or really at all. I think he just did it because he wanted whatever you had on you and he wanted to make your money, which is obviously not justifying it by saying that uh, you can attest to other things. You don't have to attest it to, uh, uh, to you being the victim. You can actually hear the kind of perpetrator and what they say, even if you view them as horrible people, which a lot of them are. You can still listen or hear their testimony and uh, give it, a, or, or which I think you should. You should give it as much credence and kind of uh, rationalize it for yourself. But for whatever reason, they don't seem to do that, and they seem to use. Standards. So, I I think well, that well, is real. All this, yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. One one of the things we haven't touched on is is that a lot of rapes are secondary crimes. Now, when I say they're secondary crimes, is uh, when I say they're secondary crimes, what I mean is, is that it starts out as a burglary. And there happens to be an opportunity there because a woman's at home by herself. It starts out as a carjacking. Uh, it starts out as a robbery. Right. It starts out as a kidnapping. Oh, and by the way, since I'm already committing this other crime, I'm also going to rape you. I'm also going to take your sex. So right. not only am I going to take your car, I'm going to rape you. Not only am I going to kidnap you and hold you hostage for money, I'm going to rape you. Not only am I going to rob your house, I'm going to rape you. Right. Um, so, so not only am I going to assault you or whatever the case may be, I'm going to rape you as well, because it's a secondary crime. In other words, it's the, it's a crime of opportunity. It's not the main goal. It's just like, Hey, I'm already doing this other thing anyway. So why not, why not also have sex? Right. I feel like a kind of, a, I feel like what is kind of a, uh, conjunction with that point, uh, is, uh, that uh, so many rape are under alcohol which uh, obviously this isn't the case that it's uh, like a secondary crime, but it, it is the case here that, uh, well, our inhibitions are kind of gone and uh, my, 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 rationale, my uh, uh, rationale is going to be suppressed or my reasoning faculties are going to be suppressed. So I'm going to act probably merely mostly on drives, you know? And you do have right. to get why exactly that happens. If, if it obviously is the case that I don't think anyone's denying this, that when you're drunk, you're obviously not going to be thinking, you're not going to be thinking quite as clearly. So you're in this, a lot of rape happens. Does. I think it might be over half, uh, uh, al uh the, the perpetrator is, uh, has alcohol induced or is, a uh, uh, in some sort of, uh, uh, alcohol stupor or what have you. But, uh, I yeah, mean, alcohol, what alcohol or drug related. Yeah. But how exactly do you give an account for that? If you think that, oh, well, this person who was drunk, they were actually just consciously thinking, oh, I want to control this person. No, they were thinking, <laughs> right. they were thinking I'm horny right now, and this person can, can alleviate that or uh, can be amenable to that. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, you lose your inhibitions. Uh, you lose your self-control. You, you lose your grasp of, uh, of consequences, of future consequences. And so you go, you live in the moment because your, your, your inhibitions are completely gone or, or at least uh, lower to a, 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 you know, a serious, you know, drastic degree. And so you simply do what you want to do. You go back to your base nature, your animalistic nature, and you just simply do what you want to do and, and let the consequences be damned. That is even, the consequences even come into your mind. You may not even realize if you're drunk enough, you may not even, it may not even come into your mind that, Hey, you know what? I'm making this person do this. And unfortunately, there are women out there that do like to play the game of, no, no, what are you doing? No, no, no. And, and I've heard women say, I've heard women say, hey, listen, uh, if you do this, in fact, in a, in a class I was in a uh, long time ago, long, long time ago, decades ago, uh, 
the these rape counselors said, hey, listen, if you're saying no and you mean yes, you're causing not, not only you're causing trouble for other women. So don't ever do that. Don't ever say no when you mean yes, because it confuses things. And, and there are women that do that. It's, it's a weird, weird psychological game. And I, I truly have no idea why that, that it exists. Um, I'm also confused by the fact that a consistent um, rape, a consistent fa sexual fantasy of women, it's always in the top five, always in the top five sexual fantasies for women is the rape fantasy of being raped. Very strange, very odd. I I've always, always heard and understood my entire life that rape was like one of the worst crimes you could ever commit. And yet there's women out there that are, that uh, fantasize about being raped. Very strange, very bizarre. I, I can't wrap my mind around it. I really can't. I find, I find it very, very odd. And I, I don't even know what to say about it. But uh, so the idea that, you know, like you said, the idea that somebody's drunk or high and, uh, you know, they just want to control someone. No. Yeah. No. I mean, that they, is they, they want what they want and they're too drunk to control themselves. I mean, that is literally the case where in which, OK, your drives, your instincts are going to be at uh, full throttle and your rationale, which uh, would give some sort of propositional content to, oh, I want to rape this person to uh, actually control them would be as a probably would be as a nullified as humanly possible, you know, which once again should uh, totally negate this idea that uh, rape is about control, uh, power control and not sex. Yeah, but you know the thing is, is that I I don't think here's the sad part, and I think this is true about more most situations. I don't think that what we're gonna what we're saying is going to convince most people that believe it. Most people, especially most women, that believe that sex is about power uh, and control and not about sex. Uh, I don't think that no matter how many arguments we come up with, no matter how rational uh, the things we're saying are, I don't I don't think that they're gonna it's gonna change their mind because you can't. You can't talk somebody out of an emotional belief. You really yeah. can't, especially I, when it comes to somebody that's an adult. Maybe if they're a child and you catch them young, but when they get older, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to talk somebody out of an emotional belief. Yeah, I think it's, an, and this is obviously the point I made originally, but uh, I, I think a big part of this is what we see with a lot of conspiracy thinking, and maybe it is just an emotional belief where... They, something horrible happens and it has to be the case that there's some like derivative kind of web which it all spirals out to which we can blame this on and it can never be the case that this is um, catastrophe uh, 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 instigated by a, a one person or a couple of people and that's really what the buck stops and I think this is that people just I, I think being meeting addicts where it, it can't be the case that I was the most horrible thing that happened to me me, uh, me being raped was just guy some guy who had low impulse control and I just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time you know and I think right. with a lot of conspiracy thinking they just need to confer much more meaning on the situation and they're going to do that and maybe maybe that is just ultimately just kind of an emotional instinct where they they their emotions, uh, I don't know, aren't uh, aren't as sophisticated as they should be, and they're not as controlled as they should be. So they they'll just come up with some just sort of weird kind of post hoc response uh, 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 to whatever happens, whatever happens, and if it's so antithetical to what the actual reality is. But uh, I was going to say, as far as a woman, uh, uh, as far as convincing women, I mean, I mean, the first thing you have to realize is, I guess, arguing uh, online or in person or what have you is that uh, you're pretty much never. Almost never going to convince uh, anyone who doesn't agree with you, especially on pretty substantive issues. But uh, I will say the only thing that uh, uh, I, I guess I'm optimistic about is that I have seen women where they'll they'll acknowledge to themselves that uh, okay, well, I mean I've obviously talked about this for a while, but the women I have talked about this with, they'll think to themselves, okay, well, 
you know, maybe it is the case we don't understand male sex drives and that could be it. And obviously they can, they can look at uh, uh, other testimonies and I've seen that they'll, they get somewhat to rationalize that. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong on that. And I, I think that is a, at least a big impetus uh, for why they, why they seemingly have the, the position that they do on rape. I mean, you find this to be fair. You find this with women. I, most women think this and most women are not like these kind of like weird dogmatic uh, third wave feminists. You know, no, most most women are not. Most women are so, some are, some are. Uh, it's it's uh, but there are there are more and more women that are fighting against third wave feminism. Oh, there's a lot of women out there that will. Uh, I mean, the, the the overwhelming majority of, of women in, in the in the United States and Western society in general do not uh, identify self identify as feminists. They just don't. And in fact, they're 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 you know they're against being referred to as feminists. Yeah, they just they just live their lives. They don't. Uh, they're not uh, into any sort of agenda as far as what uh, is being espoused by third wave feminists, which uh, they, as we said, that they tend to go against things like uh, raising a family, and they think that something like that is ultimately propagating kind of gender problems. Yeah, well, they they see that as 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 not uh, having a value valuable role, and if if you think that being a parent and a wife. And, and and the the basically the foundation of a family is not and and the 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 person that gives birth to children if you if you think that is not a valuable role to our species and into and to our civilization to our culture uh, then I, I think you're you're extremely misguided extremely your your priorities are are all in the wrong direction yeah I definitely concur with that which uh, yeah there's obviously a, a many more kind of uh, I think ways we go in this and it's it's a uh, directions we go in this conversation I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, we, we missed or at uh, any kind of substantive point or uh, their talking point that we had yet to touch on not not that I can think of I think we talked touched a lot in fact I, I we touched on a few that that uh, it, you know as we as the conversation has gone along we've the show's gone along we've kind of we've expounded on on what we had to say and uh, added added some points that that we didn't have in mind at the beginning. So um, you know, that's kind of the way it works with the free, free flowing conversations during uh, these type of shows. And that's the fact that we don't have commercials right now. Maybe in the future, there might be advertisements, but right now we're commercial free. We have nothing going on as far as advertisements go during the show. And so there's nothing that breaks up the conversation. There's nothing that resets it to where we have to get back in the mindset of what we were speaking about. And, uh, and, you know, even if we do add, you know, some type of advertisements in the future, you know, we're going to, we can place them where we want to place them and we can give them the time that they want to get and, and, and not break up the flow of the conversation and, and not dominate uh, to the point where it's, you know, you listen to the show and you, you hear uh, 20 minutes of show and, or you hear uh, 30 minutes of show and you hear 20, 30 minutes of uh, commercials, which is absolutely ridiculous. And unfortunately, if you listen to radio quite often, that's the way it is. Yeah. That, uh, that obviously seems to be the, uh, I don't know. That's probably one of the main reasons uh, people like podcasting so much is that they got so tired. Uh, I guess, especially people who love talk radio that they got so tired of hearing so many, uh, uh, however much time, uh, how much time of uh, radio is actually committed to commercials and not as much the content of the person actually talking. Commercials, station breaks, station announcements, where you name the station you're at, uh, you give the call letters. Um, it, it, it's just it's a lot of things that inter, inter, interfere with the actual show. 
Um, and, and we're going to integrate as well, being able to call when we, when we start doing live streams and I'm sure we'll do some live streams in the future. Right now we're doing all of it, uh, pre-recorded, but we'll, we'll integrate, uh, obviously we've already integrated guests. We've, we've done that from the, almost the very beginning and we'll integrate a, a call feature where people can call in and, uh, and have conversations with us and join another conversation. Um, you know, just like a regular radio show. Right now, this is the way it's going, though, uh, until this gets, you know, really rolling and, and things progress and we get more listeners. This is the way we'll go. Right. Yeah, it seems like a good model. And uh, obviously, this is our, uh, uh, I guess, our, 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 this is our, the beginning of our second week. So we look forward to it. So, folks, uh, we are on every single uh, podcast platform, every, every single one you can think of. I'm not going to try to name them off. It's like 20 of them. Uh, one of them is is called um, not public radio. It's called Radio Public, and it's an English it's an English station. But apparently, it's not in the United States because it says it's, it, when I went to the app store and tried to get the app for it, it says it's not available in my region, which means the United States. So maybe it's available in Canada. Maybe it's available in some you know in the in the UK or in Australia. I, I don't know, but it's in English. But it's it's just not available here, and so wherever it's available, I'm on there. <laughs> so if you know what uh, Radio Public is, I'm on there, if that's where you want to listen to it. But we're on iTunes, uh, we're on Stitcher, we're on um, Amazon Music, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Google Music, um, Every we're on Spotify, we're, we're on everything. Everything you can come up with, we're on it. And so if you want to listen to this anytime you want, obviously it's free. Uh, feel free to tune in. Feel free to subscribe. Uh, feel free to give me some feedback and let me know what you think. Um, if you need to contact me for any reason, uh, my my email that I'm going to use for this show now is uh, it's going to be conservative atheist podcast at gmail.com. That's conservative atheist podcast at gmail.com now for some reason a lot of people out there are spelling atheist wrong it's a-t-h-e-i-s-t ist atheist e before i so conservative atheist podcast at gmail.com and uh, you can send me any information you want through there if you want to contact me if you have show ideas uh, if you have something you want to ask me any any communications that's the email to go through for me uh and for the show and I, if you have anything for brighter later, I'll forward it to him, and he'll 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 get it immediately. So again, it's conservative atheist podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you're curious about the, the also on Instagram, conservative atheist uh, 1970, or you can look up conservative atheist podcast. We have two. I have two different Instagrams. I'm I'm building the other one. Um, you can also find me under conservative atheist 1970. I believe it's on uh, TikTok. Although I haven't done a whole lot with that recently, and uh, of course, uh, conservative atheist, uh, basically conservative atheist, nineteen seventy on on uh, on uh, Twitter, and uh, I think it's just conservative atheist. Might be conservative atheist on uh, True Social. So when you search it on 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 uh, conservative atheist, also it's conservative atheist on YouTube. Anytime you see the clown face, it's me. Clown face with a with a with a with a U.S. flag around it. That's me. That's our show. And so if you want, want material from me through other social media platforms or through the podcast, 
just search on some podcast platform, type in conservative atheist. And when you see the clown face, you found the right place. So I think we've said pretty much all we have to say about, about this issue. Uh, I hope everybody takes it as we meant it. Um, but if you don't, that's, that's fine too. So uh, without, without anything more to say, uh, brighter later, did you want to add anything before we wrapped it up? Uh, no, I, I would like to actually, you know what, I would like to say that uh, we actually might try to start to interviewing people who uh, obviously have written on uh, the topics we're discussing. So we're, don't be surprised if you see something on a rape, uh, uh, a topic on uh, uh, about uh, if rape is actually about sex or if it's about power. So I guess look forward to that. that'll be one of our next evolutions. Yeah, in fact, I'll 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 put this I'll I'll you know I'll include this in. If you have a really good idea about a show topic that you want to discuss, and you email me and want me to do it, and I choose that topic to discuss, I will let you be a guest on that show. So if you email me at conservativeatheistpodcast at gmail.com with a show idea, and I like the idea, and I go with that idea, I will, I, and you want to be a guest on the show to, 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 to be a part of the, participate in the discussion, I, I will do that for you. I think that would make, make things a lot more interesting. Yeah. So, so uh, anything else? I think that's good. This has been a this has been an interesting conversation. I hope I, I hope been... myself, uh, thinking that oh we should have brought that up. I don't think we did. I think we brought up uh, all the main things we wanted to bring up. I think we touched on all the points. And you know, anytime anytime I go to the grocery store, which I avoid like the plague because I hate the grocery store. But anytime I go to the grocery store, or I go to the doctor and somebody you know, do you have any questions? I go, uh, anything I do, anything uh, afterwards, I'm always like, oh, damn, I wish I had said that or I wish I had asked that. And so that'll probably be the case with this. But probably, probably. So in, in any case, this is not going to be the last time we talk about this. This is not going to be the last time we talk about any of the topics. We always talk about topics and then we talk about various, uh, you know, side issues of the topic. We go on different rabbit holes of each topic, various, you know, different variations of the topic. And so we'll discuss this. At future dates, I'm sure. And if any of you want to join that conversation again, email me at conservativeatheistpodcast at gmail.com and I will get back to you um, either through email or if you leave your phone number, I'll call you directly. So this has been the Conservative Atheist. Uh, again, sex, or, I'm sorry, rape is about sex, not about power. And uh, with that, I, I think we're going to wrap it up and you guys have a great uh, night and, and afternoon and we will uh, we'll talk to you next time.